Trinity School of Natural Health can help you be part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry. With an education that empowers communities, Trinity grads can change lives by applying natural health principles and techniques in holistic practices or stores selling nourishing health products. Offering 19 online programs that fit your busy schedule, you'll get training to help turn your passion into a career. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union. A savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. This is your moment, your time to shine, your comeback. You're ready for the next step in your career, and you want an education employer's respect. So you're not just going back to school. You're coming back with Purdue Global. Backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected public universities, Purdue Global is built for people who bring their life experience into the online classroom. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. There's a lot happening these days, but I have just the thing to get you up to speed on what matters without taking too much of your time. The 7 from the Washington Post is a podcast that gives you the seven most important and interesting stories, and we always try to save room for something fun. You get it all in about seven minutes or less. I'm Hannah Jewell. I'll get you caught up with The 7 every weekday. So follow The 7 right now. How many things are different since we met, since before the pandemic, how my life has changed and how a lot of people's lives and and how things that you didn't realize were so important are really the important things, right? It's not just your career and it's not just, you know, how you show up at work. It's just, it's really the words that come out of your mouth and how you live your life. So today, Bobby, we are going to be speaking with a dear friend of mine, Maria Cornejo. She is an amazing, amazing designer and someone that I wear all the time and uh, wore on the TED stage, in fact. And that's how she and I know each other is because I wore an outfit I bought at the sample sale (laughs) on TED stage. And uh, she and I became friends after that. Well, I'm really looking forward to meeting her because I really don't know anything about her. I know her clothes. I know, you know, we've been in the same circles, but we have never actually met. I know. I find that so crazy because I feel like you're going to be fast friends and have a ton in common. So let's get started. Excited to talk to Maria. 
Hi, Maria. Nice to meet you. Hi, Bobby. Nice to finally meet you. <laughs> I know. All these years, we have never, ever, ever been in any of these places, and we've had so many parallel, you know, career things. Yeah, and a lot of friends. We have friends in common, which is nice, you know. But it's sort of like we're all, I feel like I'm always just busy doing stuff and keeping quite a, a monastic life most of the time. <laughs> Not glamorous at all. Oh, come on. It's all glamorous. When you look back and you see all the things you've done and what you've produced and who you are and, and, and who you were, come on. It's very glamorous. You're doing what you want to be doing. Isn't that correct? Yes. But, you know, it comes at a price. It's not, you know, I don't do what I want to do every single day. <laughs> really? What would you rather do? Uh, garden. Okay. <laughs> okay. Hang okay. out with my friends, you know. Okay. Um, yeah. You know the the fashion the fashion schedule is quite you know you know it's very full on and you know it's just like constantly like you're on three different seasons at the same time. I mean, I had to be reminded, you know, what the spring summer collection was about because I've already gone through another three different ones since then. So it's just like I feel like I'm going. Maria lives in the future. I live. I, uh, <laughs> you know, this is one of the things that I don't like about what I do is that I am never in the present. Mm. And so that's one of my biggest things is that, you know, it's I get to enjoy the clothes when I'm not designing. So I like to travel because then I get to be that woman. I like to go out once in a while because I get to be that woman. But most of the time I'm a bit like a mechanic. <laughs> <laughs> but But I think possibly if you would stop and realize that if anyone would look at what you do and your day-to-day -day existence, mm -hmm. people would kill to have this fulfilled life of creativity and business. So I think, you know, of course, I'm very lucky and blessed. I've been able to create my own environment, that working environment. I know that for sure. I was never a corporate person. So yes, and I've wanted to have uh, a working environment that was good and that I wanted to come to work every day. So there's so many questions I have to ask, but you've been, you've been designing clothes for how many years? Well, I'm 59 now, so... I'm so much older than you are. Really? <laughs> yeah, but your hair's dark, so you either yeah. dye it or it's not Yeah, I do dye my hair, absolutely. I am 64, and maybe by the time this podcast comes out, I might be 65. So I've been designing since I was 21, so that is... Let's do the math. That is a long time. Right. But, but you are also so known for so many things, but one of them is sustainability, Yes. And you did that before it was a word. <laughs> yes. Absolutely. You're like the OG of sustainability. OG of sustain I love that. I should have that. Yeah. Well, we call, I, I always call Bobby the OG of inclusive beauty. <laughs> and I think of you as the OG of sustainability and fashion. And it's, you're doing it, like Bobby said, before it was cool, before everybody was talking about it. Um, it was just always something that you did, I feel like. Yeah, I think since I started in New York in 98, I moved to New York in 1996 and I started the store slash creative space in 1998 and I had uh, had a six-year-old my daughter Billy was now 30 and my son's 24 he was eight months old and after working for big commercial companies I saw the amount of waste and it just really shocked me and I just thought this is what we are doing to the planet and this is what my kids are inheriting. And I, I felt really responsible, 
you know, and, and I've always thought, you know, my parents are real socialists and stuff, and I sort of fucked them off by going to do fashion. My dad thought I should have been a doctor or something more worthwhile. But I always thought that, you know, as a fashion designer, we sort of, um, sort of political. You can influence the people around you in a small way. You can't make big shifts, but even little shifts are something, amount to something eventually. So what are the, some of the things that, that you do that's probably not accessible to people that buy your clothes? Like, what are some of the things? Well, we only produce on demand. We never overproduce. We produce locally 85% of the collection. We, I think, pretty much most seasons, most of the fabrics are eco or sustainable or upcycled. We do a small knitwear project with a Bolivian co-op with of women, indigenous women. And, you know, we, we try, I always say, try and make a good decision wherever possible. Let's, you know, make the right decision because everything is cause and effect. And, you know, and we are responsible ultimately. Yeah. And I feel like one of the things that you've done really well is um, like sort of moderate your growth, like where most lines are such pressure to get bigger, bigger, bigger. And you seem like you've been really intentional about how you've grown over the past 20 some years and how you've grown the line, when you've expanded, when, you know, what stores you've gone into, that sort of thing, um, so that you're not overproducing. Yeah. And it's also, you know, trying to produce things that are well designed that will have longer than a season. And it's not about trends, you know, I think I always like the idea of heirlooms of things being kept and passed on. And I think if something is well designed, it should last longer than a season. And what has been the biggest change in your business since the pandemic? The biggest change? Oh, my God. I mean, we, you know, survival. I mean, everybody, you know, the team stretched thin. I mean, we're all like figuring out how um, I think the first year was easier than this year because this year is there's no PPP loans. We're still in Omicron land. Uh, you know, people are also exhausted. You know, everybody's been working really hard and we've all been on survival mode. And there's a point that everybody's sort of at breaking point. And, um, and, you know, for me, as the head of whatever, it's, it's keeping that energy up and trying to, you know, go, hey, here we go again, guys. You know, and it's like, you know, and everybody's like, ah! Yeah. And are you finding that across the industry? I suspect you're on the board of the CFDA, right? Yeah, I think, yeah, the board of the CFDA and women at NYC. And so are you seeing that across the board um, of all New York? I'm seeing it with everybody and everywhere. I think everybody's just worn out. And I think everybody's exhausted and everybody's gone through a lot of personal things as well. Not only COVID, but I think, you know, everybody's going through a lot of stuff. And, yeah, there's the 1% that's got tons of money in the stock market and they've done really well, but most people are really struggling. And they're struggling to make sense of why they're doing what they're doing. And, you know, it's it's tough. And you, you've also had some personal change, haven't you, during this time? Yes. I mean, I split up with my husband of 31 years, four years wow. ago. I got divorced last September, bought a house got Lyme, et cetera, et cetera, moved. Hmm. I mean, within the space of two months, I had got divorced. I bought a new house. I had Lyme disease and I was just like spinning. You know, there was a lot going on. But 
you know, I always try, I, I grew up from a background, my parents were political refugees, and I always sort of try and look on the bright side and sort of pick myself up and I have my capacity for self-pity is very short hmm. because I don't have that luxury. I don't have a mother. My mother died when I was 14. Uh, my dad died when he was 55 So, and I was pregnant with my son. So I just, my thing is always being like, okay, breathe, reconfigure, remain fluid, and let's figure out what the next steps are. Hmm. But it's, it's, it's tough. It's tough, you know? I mean, I'm going to see my daughter this weekend because I'm sort of at the point of she's like, ah! And she said, oh. and she's in Portugal. <laughs> she said, mom, just come here. And I said, yeah, because I was going to go to Mexico. Where is she? She's in Portugal. Oh, nice. And she's going to have a baby. And so Aww. I'm going to be a grandmother Aww. in June. Aww. Is that your first? Yes, yes. Oh, how exciting. Yeah, it's really exciting. So, you know, and I I was going to go on a little holiday on my own, but then I chickened out because I thought, I really don't want to be on my own right now. Hmm. I, need, yeah. I need a hug. I need a cuddle. I'm single. You know, it's not like I haven't, I haven't been dating. I mean, I literally... I was telling my son, I was joking about it. I said, I'm practically a virgin. I said, I've only ever been with your dad <laughs> since I was 25. <laughs> and he said, he said, mom. And I said, yeah. I said, it's not very sexy for you to live with your mom, but it's not very sexy for me either. <laughs> COVID. Uh, uh, where's, where's your son? <laughs> He's in New York. And, you know, and things, you know, even though we're divorced, we're still friends. You know, I married my best friend, so we'll always be mm. friends and we'll always be family. And it's just, um, yeah. it's a new fact. You know, we had dinner last night. It's, it's sort of config reconfiguring what our family looks like again. Mm -hmm. But we don't, we're not together. I think the pandemic for a lot of people is about reinvention yeah. and, you know, what you do with the information yeah. and how you proceed. And it sounds like you're kind of going through just figuring it out. Mm -hmm. But, you know, this this podcast, the reason we're doing it is because we find that everyone's in this situation right yeah. now. And yeah. and, you know, it's called the important things. And so, of course, the important things are your family. You've said that. Yes. You you know, you love your work. Yes, I love I love being creative. I love my team. I love the conversation. You know, it, it kept me going through my divorce. And the last four years, if I hadn't had my team around me, I would have fallen into a pile and died. Mm. You know, oh. and to be honest, to sort of have, you know, especially when you're an empty nester, as you probably know, Bobby, and your whole sense of reason for doing things is either your children or your marriage. And, you know, and then all of a sudden, like your children are not there. Your marriage is not there. So what what keeps you going? What motivates you? And for me, it was sustainability and my team. Hmm. Can you talk about that more? Because that's I think that's really interesting because I think, you know, like what Bobby was saying, the the idea of reconfiguration, of reinvention um, is a theme that she and I talk about a lot just in our conversations over the past few years. But then the pandemic sort of brought it all to a head of now everybody's going through it and thinking about what really matters to them in a deeper way. And I think one of the reasons we wanted to have you on is because of your background and being refugee and sort of all the things that you've been through in your life. And then hitting this this time that's sort of testing your resilience again. And I feel like you've navigated that very elegantly, you know, very admirably. <sighs> I, um, I so. don't know. I, I think people don't people don't see me when I have meltdowns, you know, and I do have them in private usually. 
But like everybody, you know, I have days I feel sorry for myself and I burst into tears when somebody says something to me. I think it's just normal. It's human. And and what do you do? What do you do or who do you call when you have those moments? Um, I have a few really, really close friends that I can cry to. And if they're away, I just learn to self-soothe and meditate and, you know, and look at my plant and, and just think, okay, this shall pass. And, you know, it's a moment that you're going through and you're sort of... Um, you have to know how to hold yourself because you have, like I said, I don't have, I call my sister. She gets annoyed with me. She's in England because I'm always calling her. <laughs> I don't have a mother. So she's like the next best thing. I love that we all have sisters. Wait, are we all baby sisters? No, I'm, I'm the older. Yeah. You're the older. Maria, are you the younger or the older? I'm the second one. The second. I am the youngest, if you can't tell. You probably already figured that out, though. <laughs> my sister calls me Forrest Gump because the way I get rid of my stress and stuff is like walking. I walk. Even like stupid things like this morning, I had a ton of stuff to bring into work, like a, an outfit, lunch. You know, I prepared my very healthy lunch and everything, my smoothie. And, you know, it's all ways. And I was going to take an Uber, but then I thought, I just need those three blocks from my house to the subway station. Just to breathe the air, look at the park, and just feel like a human being before the day starts and you feel like you're going crazy. And what was in your smoothie? In my smoothie? Oh, my God. I'm Smith. <laughs> and Charlie gave me her nutritionist, who is amazing. Yeah. And he's, you know. He's the best. So I, my smoothie had blueberries, strawberries, bananas, spinach, spirulina, collagen, um, goji berries, almonds. And wow. what else? Something liquid, I hope, oh, yeah, or it yeah. would be it a had, mush. It had a little bit of, <laughs> it had a bit of water and uh -huh. a, a bit of apple juice as well. Hmm. Who's the nutritionist you've been holding up on? His name is Chris. No, I'm not holding up. He's amazing. He's called Chris Gabriel. And I met him about a year ago. Um, my doctor, I was having surgery, and my doctor introduced me to him to prepare for surgery. And my surgeon introduced me to him and he was so lovely. And I did, I would say like 80% of what he told me. <laughs> I know to. because it's, it's, it's a lot. It's a lot. Like he really, but it, I have to tell you, I went into the surgery feeling physically as well as I could. And I came out and I think I recovered mm. a lot quicker because I was following his advice immediately after, but then I got COVID and I stopped and then I gifted Maria, the rest of yeah. my sessions because I was I was being very non-compliant, but he's really into activated pumpkin seeds. That was like his big okay. thing. Um, so he was always having me eat activated pumpkin seeds, which is the habit I still have. And he was really into blueberries. Yes. What else? Goji berries, as you mentioned, Maria. But what is he not into? I judge a nutritionist by what they're not into. If someone tells me don't drink coffee, I leave. <laughs> and if someone says don't drink vodka, I leave. I also leave. Yeah. No, what he was good about is that he, uh, Maria, I'm sure you found this too. It's he was really good about almost like just adding in more things as opposed to telling you a bunch of things yeah. you can't do. It was just like add in these good habits and then the idea of sort of crowding out some of the other things because you'll be more sated with whatever you're doing. But we were both doing it because of, I mean, I was doing it because of a surgery like pre-surgery thing. But I was surprised my like NYU surgeon told me to do it. Snag a job is where America goes to hire with the deepest talent pool in hourly hiring. With access to over 6 million active hourly workers, 
Snagajob is the all-in-one solution for hiring high-quality employees who can cover all your needs. On demand, temp to hire, part-time or full-time. You name the position. Warehouse worker, retail associate, grocery store clerk, fitness trainer, baker, stylist, bellhop, podcast producer. Yeah, Snagajob's got a worker for that. With our easy-to-use platform, you're able to seamlessly post and fill available positions quickly with a dedicated customer support team to provide all the help you need along the way. Kind of nice knowing you have a talent pool like that in your own backyard, right? Snagajob is the partner you need to keep your business running smoothly. So visit snagajob.com or text snag to 242424 to talk to an expert. Snagajob.com, where America goes to hire. Trinity School of Natural Health can help you be part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry. With an education that empowers communities, Trinity grads can change lives by applying natural health principles and techniques in holistic practices or stores selling nourishing health products. Offering 19 online programs that fit your busy schedule, you'll get training to help turn your passion into a career. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union, a savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. There's a lot happening these days, but I have just the thing to get you up to speed on what matters without taking too much of your time. The 7 from the Washington Post is a podcast that gives you the seven most important and interesting stories, and we always try to save room for something fun. You get it all in about seven minutes or less. I'm Hannah Jewell. I'll get you caught up with The 7 every weekday. So follow The 7 right now. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. So, Maria, we're going to jump into day-to-day habits. Can you take us through sort of a mundane day? How do you balance what you have to do with what you love to do? Uh, Well, I get up. I do make myself a cup of green tea since I'm not allowed to have so much black tea. I used to have like three cups of black tea before I even had any food because I'm not a morning person for food. I usually like to eat around 11. um, because of, you know, I fill myself up with tea and coffee and I'm never really hungry that early. I sort of get hungry at 11. But with Christopher, he got me onto like, you know, in order to take supplements and things and, you know, healing from the, um, Lyme. Um, he got me into like eating early and having these smoothies. And, um, yeah. So it was 
So I do my smoothie, I take my green tea, I clean cat poop, I feed the cats, <laughs> I check, you know, usual mom stuff, you know, pick up stuff, I tidy up, I try and figure out what I'm doing for the day. I look at my calendar three times because two different calendars because they're not syncing and things keep moving around. <laughs> and so I always feel a little bit like, you know, and sometimes I do like, if I wake up early enough, I'll do like a half an hour yoga class on, on online, you know, like just down. What's your favorite class? What kind of yoga? I, I just like, I mean, it sounds terrible, but I, it's Adrienne. She's on YouTube and she's great because she does these little classes that could be anything. You can just press play and it could be anything from 11 minutes for stress or 20 minutes of stretching and it's it's not I don't have to feel guilty if I you know what I mean I just it's on YouTube and I do Pilates uh, once a week with somebody that I know Sky and that is one-on-one most of the time and then what about the rest of your day do you eat lunch yes I always eat lunch because they I call it hungry they know with me (laughs) not to schedule a meeting at lunchtime because I turn into the Tasmanian devil if I haven't eaten because I, I don't have to eat. But when I have to eat, my I have a really fast metabolism and I literally, I get really hungry, like angry. Yeah. I think you need breakfast. Yeah. I eat breakfast and when I eat breakfast, a real, like, I, I, I am better during the day. Yeah, no, but that's why I'm doing these smoothies now and yeah. I've sort of got better at it. So I, I'm sort of less... For me, it used to be my big meal was the evening because I could relax and not be eating in a rush. Like today, I made my lunch, but I'm sort of eating it between appointments and things. So to me, I don't find that very nutritious to, to eat in a rush, you know. What's, what is your lunch? Well, today I, had a, I made myself a beet salad with arugula and mm-hmm. pine nuts and goji berries and pomegranate. And then last night I went to Ulbuka for dinner and I had leftover fish. So I put it on top and with lemon juice and olive oil. Now you're making me hungry. Yeah, it sounds excellent. Do you do sweets at all? Do you have a sweet tooth? Well, I'm, I'm off a hormone replacement now. So yes, I, I am, I'm getting a sweet tooth and I never used to have it. But I've been having like mandarins and stuff like that, satsumas. Uh, I love really bad English chocolate. That is my, it's bad. <laughs> That's your vice. Yes. And so <laughs> luckily I can't get it everywhere, but I don't need it all the time. And I'd like, um, I love meringues, mm. you know? Oh, really? I don't like meringues. Oh, I love meringues. I love them. I love meringues. <laughs> you do? Both of you do? Yeah, but you know what? You know why I don't eat them? So I went back to school after I left the corporate job and I got a degree as a health coach. And I learned that if you're, if meringues are sugar and eggs, yeah. egg whites. Yeah. There's no fat and no fiber. Mm-hmm. So what does that do? It spikes your blood sugar. Like the second you eat it, it doesn't work for me. Like you need, like I, it'd be better to take like one spoon of like a vanilla ice cream and walk away. Yeah. But, but you know, not, none of those are good. Yeah. And, and, and what about a uh, cocktails? Are you a wine drinker? Well, last night I had a gin and tonic, mm-hmm. which I love. Uh, the night before I had a glass of red wine. It depends on the mood, to be honest. Yeah. But you like a, you like a drink. You, you've drank with me yeah. before. I don't, yeah. I don't. That's why I like both of you. I, I like a drink. Yes. But I don't, I don't, I don't drink every night. Yeah. 
I try and sort of do drinking on my social nights, which, you know, now during COVID ended up being like social with myself. So I was drinking every <laughs> night like everybody else, but that's not good. So, so now I've sort of cut down, but it's just, um, that was my, my treat was a glass of wine or two glasses of wine a night, you know, and that was, I think, what got a lot of us through COVID, but I think everybody started over drinking. I know. Hmm. I know. I had to cut back on wine because I was, I mean, I would just like accidentally end up drinking like half a bottle and not even realizing. That's why I moved to cocktails so that I would only have yeah. one. And then I would just keep adding like ice and water yeah. to it. But I was like, I didn't even realize. So I was just like drinking and hanging out. And suddenly I was like, oh my God, I have to, <laughs> like, it's really a problem. It's a lot of sugar. Yeah. It's terrible. I mean, I keep adding spark. That's the thing about cocktails is good because you got ice and then you keep adding sparkling water in there. Exactly. So you make it last a lot longer. <laughs> exactly. So I have, a, I have a few more questions about your career and your business. You've spent a lot of time working with a bunch of celebrities and, and well-known. Like, what is the difference that you find dressing a celebrity, dressing regular women? Well, I think, you know, it's, it's, it's not like I was dressing celebrities for the red carpet. I mean, most of the time when we work with people that are well-known, it's because they've come into the store it's a very organic it's not working really um apart from a, a couple of people working with a stylist most of the time they come in the store and they like the collection so it's it's sort of i think they're celebrity or no celebrities they're regular women with the same body shape problems that we all have you know i think it's um they're regular people and that's sort of it's sort of um interesting how insecure we all are you know no matter how famous, how we've all got the same issues. <laughs> it is true. I mean, we're all, you know, I think the whole point is we're all the same. Yes. Like we're all the yeah, same. Very much. Yes and no. We're all very different shapes and sizes, <laughs> but we all have similar insecurities. I mean, literally the most beautiful women, they all have insecurities. Uh, even like the, the ones that have their amazing bodies, they all have like issues. Everybody. I mean, I think we're all so critical on ourselves, you know? It's like I'm I'm sitting here looking at my wrinkles as I'm talking to you. I thought we were going to do this audio, and I'm like, oh, my God. <laughs> we won't okay, post, good. don't worry. But I think one of the things that I love about your collection as a big fan of the brand, you know, obviously I wear a ton of your stuff, is um, I've always said this to you, that you design like a designer who loves women. Like you're, it's not like you're punishing women's bodies into a, a shape that you think it should be. You're very- Democratic. Um, accepting. <laughs> Democrat, yeah. But you know, it is. It's like, it's really, everything flows without being frumpy. It's not like everything is a giant bag or anything like that. It's got a lot of shape, but I can wear the same dress that my sister wears and potentially in the same size. And it looks very yeah. different on both of us, but it looks great on both of us. And that's, I think, really unusual from, from a high-end designer perspective where it's not trying to squeeze you into a shape that your body may not want yeah. to go into at this point. So there's something interesting about that. And I think also, you know, what Bobby was sort of saying is the the types of women that you dress, I think, are really interesting because it's quite a range of really smart, kind of badass women. Uh, that is my way of flattering myself. <laughs> yes, you're in a good I club. <laughs> it's, a, it's a good club to be in. No, yes, of course. Very, very smart. The clothes are very, only dress intelligent women. <laughs> only smart, beautiful, really cool women <laughs> wear your clothes. Well, you know, the thing is that uh, as for the size inclusivity, for me, when I started the store and the collection, 
one, I had just, uh, I had an eight month old and a six and a half year old. And my body, like most women, changes sizes all the time. Change, you know, when you have your periods, when you've had a child, when you've eaten too much, when you've drunk too much, when you've had a holiday, when you're happy, when you're sad, you know, we're in constant flux of sizes. And if anything, now that I'm older and I'm, you know, of course I don't have periods anymore and I don't, you know, I don't have, my children are grown up. No, my, my, I was, I was actually talking to a nutritionist and he said, well, now your body's actually the size that it needs to be because you sort of, your body sort of adjusts as you get older. And this is the shape that you're meant to be. Cause I've gone through like, I've gone, like I've gone from being 93 pounds to 116 pounds. Which it doesn't sound a lot, but when you're small, it's a big shift. How tall are you? Five three. How tall are you? I'm five foot. Yes. Oh, so you're tiny. <laughs> <than> five. <laughs> yes, I am. I am five foot. So oh, yes. But you know, it, it, it's it's like people laugh at me. Oh, you put? I said I put on where, and they go, "How much?" And I go, five pounds." And they go, "Oh, five pounds is a lot." That's on a us. lot. Yeah, when you're when you're my height, it's more like twenty. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, th- that's not a good thing. I'm just saying I've gained twenty, and so it's like you did not yeah, gain twenty. I definitely did. I mean, I have I have pictures when I broke when I broke my foot and I was 116 pounds because for nearly a year, I couldn't really walk anywhere. I had a cast. Right. And, uh, and I, I even have a picture on my board here with my son at some, um, Cooper Hewitt's thing or whatever, award things. I took my son and this, you know, when they take those pictures side, you know, in the red carpet and I'm literally hiding my foot with my cast behind his leg to try and hide it. <laughs> <laughs> I even went to the White House and I was looking at the picture. I have a picture of me and Michelle Obama. I go, oh God, I look really overweight. And I just remembered it's because I had a broken foot and I went there with my cast. So it's like, it's like there's no glamorous pictures of me at that time. I was just like always trying to hide this <laughs> giant plastic thing. Well, I bet you were very glamorous. And I think it's all how we perceive ourselves. I think it's so interesting how hard we are on ourselves. But I think now you wouldn't hide it. Like, like I think the pandemic has made us all be, a, at least for many of us, a little more comfortable. I mean, when would we be sitting in a closet, you know, have, doing a podcast? Like I'm sitting <laughs> in true. a new house in my husband's closet. Aww. Yeah, my back is killing me. But, you know, I don't know what else is happening outside of this closet room. But you do it. And, you know, I, I made sure there was no dirty laundry anywhere. Yes, thank and, God. <laughs> you know, that's it. I have my kids stuff like all behind me. All of her laundry is over here out of view on the camera. But yeah, yeah, you're right. It's true. And I mean, to get back to Anjali's thing about the size inclusivity. Yeah. You know, like I said, I was, I just had an eight month old. I had a six year old and, and on the idea of designing, I wanted to start creating something that was based on very simple geometric shapes that would drape around the woman's body. And it would be very much about what the women's body did to that fabric. So the, the concept of the collection was super simple. It was like really, I, I thought I'm a mom. I want interesting clothes. I don't want to look like a, just cause I'm a mother doesn't mean that I have to look boring. I was still wanted to wear things that were designed, but in, in basic fabrics like denim or recycled fleece, you know, Polytech and t-shirting but just making things that were interesting and it didn't matter what size I was things would always have an elastic waistband or they would have drape in a way that would be flattering and I always go well 
my middle might not be looking so great right now, but my legs look great or my shoulder looks mm. great. Or, you know, it's like trying to focus on the positive sides of women rather than pinpointing what's wrong with us. And I think that's so much about style today is figuring out what works for you. Yeah. You know, I'm I'm not your traditional body type. I mean, you know, we mo You're teeny. I'm teeny, but I happen to have really small shoulders, but really big boobs. <gasps> Maybe and, you could swap. Yeah. I've got no boobs on uh, big shoulders. <laughs> yeah, no, I'd rather have that. And, you know, I have a midsection. I've had three children and, you know, my I've had nutritionists that say if I want to get rid of that, mm -hmm. I need to stop drinking. Mm -hmm. And I told them I'd rather get rid of you. <laughs> <laughs> and find someone that will help me. No, but it's true. I do. I think so. Anyway, so I, you know, that's just me. Yeah. But um, I mean, I'm with you. I would do the same. Yeah, I know. But I, it's only one drink, like four nights a week, guys. So don't think I'm. No, no, you no. Know. I know. Yeah, yeah we're the not way we, like the a way bunch, we talk yeah, about it. I know. We're just we joke. We joke. <laughs> well, I I say everything in moderation. You know, I'm like dairy free, gluten free, but you know, I cheat. Yeah. Well, it's so funny you say that because I say I'm much more intuitive eating, which means I don't have to announce I'm anything. And because I have done that, I've said I'm paleo, I'm keto. You know, I tried veganism for one week. <laughs> that was short lived. <laughs> yeah, that was definitely short lived. Give me a No, I mean, I, I think for me, what I always think about is that um, being pregnant, your body sort of tells you what it needs. I think and food is, is medicine. I really believe in that, you know, and I think, you know, if I, like I always used to say to my son, for your brain to work, you need to put good things. And I used to say, you need to eat like colors, rainbows, you know, you can't just eat beige food. That is not okay. Because that is like your brain is beige. So you have to eat colors, you know, and I grew up in, in Chile where my you know, my parents and we had, we, we used to be made to eat the most disgusting things I thought at the time when I was a kid, like, you know, like urchin, raw ur urchin. So we used to have cod liver oil every day, but like by the spoon and, you know, like seaweeds too. And, and I, I, I literally, I couldn't eat seafood until I was in my twenties after leaving home. Because I was so brought up eating everything, but also like what would be considered quite weird right now. <laughs> <laughs> it's probably all actually, you could probably bottle all of that and make yeah. a lot of money at this point. It's a superfood. Well, it's funny. I was just I was just listening to you, Maria, and thinking about your business and how you design and all your sustainability and everything about you and listening to you talk about food and all this. And I'm like, why have you not? Or maybe you have have a, like a world of Maria, you know, where people can experience, you know, your best olive oil, your smoothie ingredients, or have you ever incorporated more lifestyle into your design? Um, I would love to eventually, you know, but I think that's like maybe my next phase. <laughs> what are your future thoughts for your business? Do you have any? Well, I think we're on the path that we, we more and more of like more and more sustainable and trying to, you know, like everybody trying to stay relevant because, you know, in a business where fashion constantly writes you off and you're irrelevant because especially, I mean, I've been around for a long time. I'm 59. So I'm literally competing for uh, press or whatever. Like everybody calls me a seasoned designer or what is the other term? <laughs> uh, <laughs> mature. Uh, somebody saw, said iconic, seasoned, 
and I thought old as fuck would be quite good you know it's like you know what I mean it's like and you're sort of put against like you know like kids and you're like <laughs> it's okay you were once those kids but look at what you've done I'm in the same situation I can't believe people still write about the same things about that I say that I used to say 30 years ago I mean same thing yeah and it's like, yeah, you know why? Because we're the OGs. You know, we are. <laughs> That's right. And, you know, our job is to mentor the younger generation. I mean, do you have, I know, you know, your involvement with CFDA. Do you have younger designers that you mentor? Not right now. No, we've just been keeping it very tight to, to the company. You know, we're a tiny team. So this COVID is sort of, I mean, I'm on the board, but to be honest, my involvement has been very minimal right now. Although that said, I was with you for dinner the other night and we ran into Lazaro from Prenza Schooler and you clearly were a mentor to him. So I think it's interesting that if you don't see yourself as a formal mentor, it's very clear to me from the outside that you both are incredible mentors just by the way you live your lives and the way you work. And how you've built your businesses to a whole generation coming up, you know, to, to folks that are in the weeds and coming up still. It's, um, I think you're underestimating the power of that you have. Thank you, Anjali. I mean, I think it's, it, last year was my intern when I, I opened the store on Mott Street, you know, and, and then he became Princess Kula and Jack used to come and pick him up from the store. I mean, I've had some of the opportunity to work and, and, you know, maybe mentors, interns, like, amazing people but I don't you know like people always say that oh my god you really influenced me or you really look up to you but I never think in those terms you know I I just don't I just do I never I think as a woman we just keep doing we don't you know it's mm. it's I mean sometimes people go you know they come up to me and they're, they're really complimentary and it's almost like embarrassing because I get really shy but it's really sweet but it's also we're not used to like blowing our own horn sort of thing you know you sort of um you're just getting on with it and you're just doing what you want to do and you hopefully by doing something with intention and authenticity good things come of it and good people follow and who was there for you when you were a young designer did you have any mentors or people you that had an impact on you i mean i always you know when i was in london i uh as a shop girl i used to work for Maureen Doherty, who has egg now, and she used to have Elle and Isimiyaki and the Fiorucci stores. And I, I was a Saturday girl. I was like 15, 16. I used to wash hangers and get everybody's lunches and wear the ugly outfits that nobody wanted to wear. And they used to put me in there and say, well, you're cute. You'll sell that. <laughs> and it was like the oh. ugliest <laughs> things. So, um, and then through the years, you know, I've had, you know, um, champions that are forever telling me you know you know one of my best friends is Camilla Nickerson and she's forever telling me you know like she just looks at the collection she said oh my god it looks great I, I just you know for us we're so wrapped up in it you never get a time to actually look back and say oh my god this is great so it's really nice you know I have another friend Michele who I used to work with who literally is also super supportive you know Within the company, of course, I have my business partner, Marisha, but it's most of the time we're just figuring out what's next. We're not, you know, patting each other's back and saying, oh, this looks amazing. So it's not that sort of relationship. But um, it's just interesting, you know, even even my sister said to me the other day, she said, 
you know, she's quite tough, and but she's very loving. She said to me, I think you need to do more commercial things. And I was like, I thought I was. I thought we were trying to do that. I thought this is the best commercial I can do. Wait, I have a question about, um, so you had talked about staying present and how difficult it can be when you're a fashion designer and you're literally your job is to look into the future and to always design the next and the next and the next. What do you do to stay present for yourself? I stay very present with my relationships, with my friends on a day to day. And I think that's my plans, my cats, my son, you know, my family. I think, um, I'm always trying to uh, figure out how to stay in the present because it's on a personal level, I can do that, but it's really hard when you're, you know, I go in the store and the spring, summer is just arriving resorts in the store as well. And in the other room is the showroom and we're showing for winter and up here we're working on cruise in spring, summer. So that visually I'm looking at five things at the same time. Yeah. You're looking at all the seasons in one, in one walkthrough. Yeah. And literally, I start, you know, I start going a little crazy and I sort of, you know, like I cover things like um, with sheets sometimes, you know, like racks. And because it's just visually overwhelming. I mean, our, our financial officer had a lot of pictures in his office space. And I said, I just want a white, clean space with my plants. And that's it. Because I am constantly looking at things. So for me to walk every day is important to be able to meditate, even if it's just 10 minutes or to, to, you know, talk to my son and have a conversation and not be running around like a blue ass fly. It's, it's amazing. That's so neat. Well, Maria, I ask everyone this question. I have one final question and it's, I think the most important one. If you could tell someone that's listening one thing that could change the course of their life for the better, one thing that you do, what would it be? One thing is don't sweat the small stuff. Think bigger picture. Mm. Things will pass. You know? Good advice. Trinity School of Natural Health can help you be part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry. With an education that empowers communities, Trinity grads can change lives by applying natural health principles and techniques in holistic practices or stores selling nourishing health products. Offering 19 online programs that fit your busy schedule, you'll get training to help turn your passion into a career. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union, a savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah! 
Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. You know that feeling when you walk into your home, take a deep breath, and feel new? Well, that's what it's like to use Clorox Sentiva. Because Clorox Sentiva smells like coconut, cleans like Clorox, and feels like energy. It'll elevate any cleaning routine to not just clean, but also make every room smell like a tropical coconut getaway. Discover how Clorox Sentiva's powerful clean and refreshing scents can transform your space. Get yours in coconut or other fabulous scents at a nearby retail store. What do the most successful growing businesses have in common? They're working together in Slack. Slack is where work happens with all your people, data, and information in one AI-powered place. Grow your business in Slack. Visit slack.com to get started.